Welcome to episode 11 of the Anxiety Rx podcast. I apologize for not getting out episodes sooner, but my mother broke her hip and we have a new puppy and I was finishing that damn audiobook. And don't get me wrong, I love the audiobook. I love how it sounds and I'm a perfectionist. I, you know, I really don't like putting out anything that I don't perceive as perfect. And it's not perfect by any means, but man, it's good. It's really, really good. I'm really, really proud of it. And it's hard for me to say that because I have an inability to receive um, just about everything. You know, praise, admiration, whatever it is, I still have a hard time allowing that in. And today I want to talk about precisely that kind of thing, the inability to receive, because that's what happens to us when we're younger if we don't receive. We get trained to receive by our parents and caregivers. And if they're attentive to us and if they give to us, then we adopt receiving as a normal way of living life and something that allows us to feel good. But if you had to take care of a parent or that parent really wasn't there for you and you had to read that parent and give that parent what you perceived they would need because if your parent wasn't safe, you weren't safe, then there is that inability to receive that we have. And it really blocks our vision of ourselves, I think. Really, when we can't receive from the outside world or we block it somehow, it really prevents us from moving forward as human beings. And we get locked in that position of being a people pleaser as a child or just giving to others or becoming rescuers or codependents. And that can really fuck up your life. When you never really learn to feed your own needs and you're always concerned with feeding others' needs, um, it's rewarding as as a child. And a teenager, you start feeling like you have some agency and some power over the world. But it's a pattern that just rots you over the course of time because you stop learning how to receive. And receiving is is a big part of life. It's a big part of feeling good about life is receiving. So if you don't allow yourself to receive specifically love, but anything, praise, admiration, whatever. And one of the things that I talk about with people is how do you receive a compliment? If someone says, hey, your hair looks great. You say, oh, you know, it's kind of, I haven't washed in a couple of days and you know, it's, 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 it's okay. You know, or do you say, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. So you can get a little gauge on how well you receive or not by how you accept a compliment. Because that is really real-world evidence that you're not receiving. So the next time someone pays you a compliment, see what your urge is. Is your urge to deny it and shove it off to the side and just kind of, you know, dip your head a little bit and go, oh, well, you know, it's just this or it's just that or qualify it in some way? Or can you take it in? Because the more you can teach yourself to take it in, even though it's hard, taking in compliments. And I don't know why that is. I think maybe we're just afraid to feel the positive. We're just afraid to feel good because we're used to holding ourselves in this kind of semi-negative plane all the time. And I think that comes from childhood, that hypervigilance from childhood where we just, you know, if I hold myself, if, if zero is the worst you've ever felt and nine, nine or 10 is the best you've ever felt, we worriers hold ourselves about a, you know, a three or a four, because I think the reason we do that 
is because if something good happens, it kind of bumps us up to a five or a six, like don't get too happy or it's all going to get taken away. But if something bad happens, we're already at a three or a four. So if it drops us down to a two, well, you know, we've already been acclimatized to a three or a four. So a two hurts, but it's not terrible. But if you allow yourself to live life at a seven or an eight, and then you drop to a two, well, that drop is just too much. Like, it's just so hard for us worriers to just feel another disappointment, another loss. So it's really looking at how can I receive, just, you know, holding a hug a little bit longer, just allowing yourself to receive, and specifically from yourself, but from other people too. I mean, we have this feeling in the society that we have to do it all ourselves. You have to love yourself. You have to, you know, give it all to yourself. Nothing from the outside is going to, is going to, you know, fulfill you. Well, that's not necessarily true. There are things from the outside that do fulfill you. They just won't fulfill you <laughs> forever. So we do need to love ourselves. We do need to give it to ourselves from the inside. But sometimes we learn how to give it to ourselves from the inside by learning how to accept it from the outside. And just really being aware of where do you block love? You know, if you're having a good day and things are going great, do you have this feeling like, geez, I've got to think of something that's going to bring me down here because I'm just feeling too good, which is a throwback to your childhood because usually those of us with hypervigilance in our childhood where we had to, you know, really be on guard for the other shoe to drop all the time, don't want to let down that guard because the child in us perceives that that inability to receive, that keeping yourself at a three or a four all the time is keeping you safe. Well, it's keeping you numb, and on that level, it may keep you safe if feelings are very difficult for you to handle, but it's not allowing you to live your life. It's not allowing you to connect with yourself and, or others. You know, you're not doing others any favors when they give you a compliment and you deflect it. There is a certain energy from the person giving a compliment, like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to give them a compliment anymore. They don't seem to take it very well. Now, they may not do that overtly. But there is that energetic feeling, like if you give someone a compliment and they, they pass it, they pass it by, they don't, they don't allow it to land. There's that sense when you give someone a compliment, like, oh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong to give that person a compliment. And then the whole dynamic, the emotional dynamic of that relationship changes. And then you are in, in the place of the, the people pleaser that helps everyone else but doesn't accept things yourself. And we kind of treat people or we, we, we treat ourselves the way that other people treat us. And the way that other people treat us is the way we treat ourselves, which in turn, to make this really complicated, comes from the way our parents treated and talked to us. Because I, I do think that the way we talk to ourselves in a lot of measures, a lot of times, is the way that our parents talk to us. The way we treat ourselves is the way our parents treated us. If we treat ourselves as kind of an afterthought, you know, our parents treated us as kind of an afterthought. That's kind of how we go through life. We don't allow ourselves to receive or accept because that wasn't what we learned as children. So how do you receive? Well, like I said earlier on, like hold a hug a little bit longer. Hold eye contact for a little bit longer, even though you're going to resist it. Even though everything in you says, oh no, I can't. I got to resist this. I got to resist. Just be really, really aware of your resistance to love, affection, care, compliments, whatever. Because that's the first stage. If you're not aware 
of how you resist these things. You can't change them. There is a certain perverse satisfaction, and I use that word kind of obscurely, in not receiving because it's, it, was, it was normal for us as children. It was what we, we acclimatized to as children was not receiving. So whatever is familiar in your childhood, you will reproduce in your adulthood. And often that inability to receive, which is one of the chapters of my book, I think it's like 87 or something, is one of the most devastating consequences of growing up in a family where you had to give more than you got. The way it's supposed to go is the parents are supposed to give to the child. That's the way it's supposed to go. That's the way humanity is designed, that the parents give to the child, the parents sacrifice for the child, which is not to say that the the child doesn't give back to the parents, but it's supposed to go, you know, 90%, if we're going to put percentages on it, 90% down into the child. And then the child gives 90% down into their child, who gives 90% down into their child. That's the way it's supposed to go. And everybody receives along the way. And it's this unwritten kind of law that we give to our kids and they give to their kids. And that's how the world is supposed to run. But with trauma, it's not run that way. You know, if you had an alcoholic parent or parent who was sick or abusive or whatever, you wind up looking after them. And if they're not okay, you're not okay. So how can you receive? I guess that make that intention you know, a number of times through the day. How can I receive today? How can I allow myself to receive? How can I observe my resistance to receiving? So I'm back on track. I will start doing episodes every week, I promise, because things have settled down now that the damn audiobook's done. And really look into the audiobook. I, I love it. I'm really proud of it. I think it's, well, it's my voice. So I'm, I'm talking in the book, like I kind of talked to you now, like the last 10 minutes, I've kind of just channeled and riffed and just talked about how I feel and how I think the world could be a better place if we just learned, especially us warrior, rescuer, or anxious types, to just receive. I mean, just, just allow it in. And you don't have to allow it in all at once. You know, you can, you can just be aware of your resistance and just in small increments, just start allowing yourself to receive. So thanks for joining me on this episode. Next episode will come out next week. And for now, don't believe everything you think. And see you next time.